Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Grey's Academy, your favorite Grey's Anatomy podcast. I am one of your sleepy, sleepy hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your slightly less sleepy, but 100% less pregnant hosts, Carmen. (laughs) And it is a beautiful 3 a.m. night to podcast. So good to see you, my friend. Good to be here. Good to be here. Before we start, we'll say this again at the end, but we're going to say this now. The schedule is currently up in the air because I am bursting with child. So who's to say when I will give birth? Um, So if you come to a Thursday and there's not a new episode, you can always check our Instagram at Grey's Academy pod um, and see if there's an update because that's where we'll put it. But assume that if there's not an episode, it's because I uh, either had or am currently having a baby. Um, But we will try and keep the updates um, there so that you guys will know. But if you come and there is an episode, be like, oh, cool. She either hasn't had a baby yet or they were planning ahead enough that there is an episode, (laughs) even if there is a baby. Yes. And and we we did genuinely try to do that. Uh, What was it? Three weeks between uh, the season two or the, the season three prediction episode and the season three episode one, there was like what, three weeks or two weeks, two weeks. We did get one extra ahead. Yes. And then we had a hard time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, half of it was baby related. Half of it was, you know, just my life just completely being a fucking crazy shit show. (laughs) Um, you know, in a good way though, a good shit show. Um, but yeah, we're very excited to bring this back. Uh, Kelsey and I will keep you posted through the Instagrams. So if you do not follow us uh, at Gray's Academy Pod on Instagram, uh, at Carmen.Gabriel.Official and at Chaotically Kelky, uh, Kelsey with a C on Instagram. And uh, that's going to be your best way to check it out. And uh, yeah, just just don't be afraid. Don't hit that unsubscribe button. Don't <laughs> hit that one star review button if you come on a Thursday uh, and, and we're not here. So just forgive us. Bear with us because Kelsey is creating life. Yes, I'm doing my best, but I am at the point of like just such exhaustion. So also if I'm yawning every five seconds, that is why and I apologize. Um, yes. Every time I have to walk up the stairs and I like stand at the bottom of the stairs and I'm like, I have to mentally prepare for like a minute and a half to, to walk up the stairs. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I can't do it anymore. So it's just really at the end, the, uh, the end stretch. And if you've ever been pregnant, then, you know, and if you haven't, you're just going to have to take my word for it. Because so, <laughs> I'm right. Yes. And that's um, totally fine. I actually, uh, I had to make sure I gave her like a 10 minute warning because she said that that's the, uh, that's the exact amount of time it's going to take to go down the stairs to refill her water and get back upstairs. So, uh, we're, we're a good team here and you're good listeners and we appreciate you. Um, Kelsey, you ready to talk about this fucking stupid ass episode? I, this episode was not stupid. Why would you say that? Did no, you it was that? a good episode. I have to jump. A- I have to jump. Well, did you think of the end the very end like literally the last i, I literally i was hold on i think let me let me pull up my notes Carmen here because i think text i me right when he finished that said this show is fucking bonkers yeah i think uh like my literal note here is all capitals what 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 mark is here and then yes. i go and i was even while i was typing i was like oh my fuck and i was yeah. like this was just not i didn't i didn't expect that 
Uh, the way the whole episode goes, it definitely kind of comes out of nowhere, but but it still works, and I love it. And that's why. And I like had the biggest smile on my face the like the last couple of minutes because I knew that the this happens and this episode, and I thought it happened in the last episode, which is why I was like bummed that it wasn't. But I wish I could have seen you see it because it really comes out of nowhere. Like, I not yeah. It, it, here's the thing I and I, we're gonna get into this um I was annoyed by a lot of George in this episode because jealous George is, is garbage George <laughs> um yeah he's not great in this one it's, it's yeah. amusing at least like it's amusing annoying not just annoying annoying but yeah. it is annoying um but yeah I, I know we're gonna get into this but like all, all around I really and I'm not gonna give away my my salt my uh fuck what am I trying to say my Rating. my show ranking um right off the bat you got to stick around to the end of the episode which we will not forget to do uh but yeah it was it was a good episode but the the cherry on the cake was the ending because it came out of nowhere i wasn't expecting it because it was just like this really nice moment where i was like oh you know what they're moving on finally she gets some she gets some closure and then it's like oh wait no i guess he's he's gonna get some closure too uh but not the good kind we're all together yeah so anyways uh kelsey tell us about this episode before i tell us about this song this is the second episode of the third season. It is the 38th episode overall. It is called I Am a Tree, which is a song. Which is a song. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I Am a Tree. Um, this song doesn't have a ton of information because it's one not one of those ones that uh, had charted. Uh, but I can tell you that it uh, was part of the 1997 album mag earwig uh released by guided by voices which they are uh tell michael i say hello yes you know, he's or he, could, he could wave at me yeah um waving hello he can't see me it's all right and you can't uh, there it is what a handsome guy at 3 a.m he's still awake hard to hit in the midnight oil he's working um, working hard yeah. for us <laughs> um so anyways uh guided by voices um and uh this was uh, again released May twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. Um, the uh, trying to find the the singles off of this. I had a couple of notes here. Um, wow. Okay. I guess I didn't <laughs> save. Anything. I guess I didn't save my notes here because I'm a I'm a piece of garbage. But uh, I can as tell you that this was a good re- reason. Yeah, it's still a piece of garbage. Um, but uh, off the top of my head, I think I remember uh, that this was, fun fact, recorded in Dayton, Ohio, uh, this album. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it because uh, they, I knew they were like an Ohio-based band, and they it was like they, they had merged. There was two bands that had come together, and uh, they're, they're all from Ohio, which was super cool. Um but uh, that's all I have for you guys. Um, the cr- uh, the albums that they had, uh, they had three albums, Tonics and Twisted Chasers, Mag Earwig, and Do the Collapse. So that's what I got for you guys. This song didn't chart. It wasn't a, a super popular song. Um, I will say I, I liked the instrumentals of the song. I don't, I'm not a big fan of their voices. Uh, Kelsey, did you listen to the song too or, or no? No, I typically don't. Cause I like to go okay. in blind. 
Yes. Uh, so I am a tree. Uh, there, the lyrics were a little bit weird. I am a tree. Uh, I show my age when I don't cry. Uh, you are a bird. You're taking off in every way. Uh, I'm planning to see, planning to feel you all over me. So climb up my trunk and build on your nest. Come get the, <laughs> come get the sap out of me. Oh my. Um, sexual. So, yeah, very sexual. Um, I am a tree. Counting my rings will do no good. Uh, I won't live long, but I would be with you if I could. So anyways, uh, just a couple of weird lyrics in there. Uh, full disclosure, I listened to this one after uh, I watched the episode because I forgot to do it before the episode. Um, I didn't realize how sexual this song would be. <laughs> so I apologize. But anyways, uh, Kelsey, back to you, my dear friend. Thanks. Um, this one was written by Krista Vernoff, current showrunner. Um, so we know her. Directed by Jeff Melman. Seen him before. Aired September Melman. 28th, 2006. My sister's birthday. Uh, had 23.48 million views. And okay. let's check okay. out the Netflix synopsis. Netflix says, Christina meets Burke's parents. The interns campaign for Izzy's re- reinstatement. And Addison takes a break from her hospital duties. They don't really campaign for Izzy's reinstatement. Yeah. In my opinion, but that's fine. I they agree. They, they basically. Her. <laughs> and yeah. really it's they Alex. basically just. Th- yeah. They just don't shit talk her. Basically. Yeah. They actively don't shit talk her, even though she killed someone. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, is that a 3 a 3 a.m pregnant yawn <laughs> it certainly is um I, I sent carmen a meme that said she's a 10 but she cut his lvad wire just and stole a heart from another patient yeah that was one of my favorite ones that i've seen so far can can i also just briefly talk about that spoiler that i think i may have seen yes okay so anyone listening out here talk to kelsey about this email us because i don't have access to the emails reach out to us on Instagram because I don't actually go to the Instagram. Uh, that's at Gray's Academy pod at gmail.com or at Gray's Academy pod on uh, Instagram. But I think I saw a spoiler scrolling through Facebook uh, earlier this week. And I think I saw the word Shonda. And I think I saw Meredith laying in a hospital bed, having given birth to a baby holding a baby that seemed like it was hers. Uh, I scrolled away very quickly. I showed it to Jess on my phone while I held the phone away from me. Uh, And she said, I haven't seen anything in the show like this. So, and she's on season nine. Uh, And she hasn't watched in like months. So (laughs) eventually we'll catch up. But anyways, so if uh, you... If I saw something that I shouldn't have, I'm trying to get it out of my head. I don't know what's going on. Was it uh, just like an article or did someone like share it? It was like a meme. I think I think if I like try to dig deep, it was like, I'll never forgive something, something, Shonda, something, something. Mm, and then it was. Mm, I see. Um, yeah. But someone had so. shared it or it was like a suggestion. Here's my concern because now Carmen and I like talk about this. No, it was it was a like lot. a suggested for you See, it wasn't is, so yeah this is my the concern problem. is that the phone is like hearing it and you're like we're talking about it we're texting about it we like talk on the phone about it you're watching it, it here's you watching it i'm like these are the i things. google the Mark uh the wikipedia page yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so these are my concerns so carmen's gonna have to leave the internet until we finish this podcast yes yes it's the only also in other solution. news 
we're switching to 10 episodes a week for the foreseeable future. <laughs> yes, if only. Uh, Carmen's quitting his job so that we can just watch Grey's Anatomy professionally. So if you so guys donate. could really like send us <laughs> yeah. some money, that would be great. <laughs> we got to start an us. OnlyFans or something where we just it's just pictures of us watching, watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Sensual. But then it'll be just like, or maybe I'll do like an ASMR like side thing where it's just like I just chew food loudly uh, while watching Grays, and it's just like, but like you hear Grays in the background. A flawless plant. I love that. Someone out there, that's their kink, is someone they've never met who has uh, a a lower Italian kind of nasally voice and uh great hair and they just want to watch someone in their their athletic clothes sitting on the couch asmring eating popcorn while watching gray's anatomy that is someone's kink out there and they are extremely wealthy and they want to donate to us uh, if you're that person please email us and we'll make we'll set you up good (laughs) we'll have you on as a guest if you're that person (laughs) i don't think i want that though I just want to be able to get to satisfy your needs. I don't ever want to meet you, though. Uh, so fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can just have them as like a black square. That's fair. And they okay. can see me. We can talk about this episode now. Yeah. For real. Okay. So and we got to recap this I one. Need, one last thing for that person out there. What? Oh, don't give it away for free, man. <laughs> okay. Take it away. <laughs> um, we got to recap on this one. All right. The recap. Meredith and Derek had sex at the prom. But hate it. Um, Bailey says she cut his Elvad wire again. Um, and Adele, we hate that too. Adele tells Richard to retire. Um, Callie lives at the hospital and Burke's hand is still not better, even though Carmen thinks it's fine. I do. I think it's fine. <laughs> um, so we start the episode in the fucking elevator because of course we do. Of course inappropriate. We do. I wrote that. I wrote in the elevator inappropriate. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Anyone could. Don't they have cameras in elevators? I I don't. I don't know. It just. No, these people do not care. Not in like 2006. They had no no elevators and cameras. Um, We see Izzy making just every so many muffins. All the muffins. A million muffins. If you give a mouse a muffin. Um. If you give a, isn't it if you give a mouse a it's, cookie? It's if you give a mouse a cookie, there's a, a different one. That's a I moose, think if you give a moose a muffin, yeah. A moose a muffin, yes. Yeah. Um, so Christina goes to see Burke um, and she's going to make him happy. So she takes off all her clothes and she has on sexual lingerie and she gets on top of him. And then his parents walk in, which is an impeccable first impression to make. I was a fan of it. So that's ideal. And he calls his mom mama, which is interesting. Yeah. I did not see that coming either. And (laughs) I was like, ooh, Burks, they're about to smush some booties. And I was like, oh, shit. I bet that's his mom and dad. And that was his mom and dad. Yep. 100%. Um, Where, Where are they from? Um, you know, I know, say, I know the uh, mom from Louise, No, no, I know the mom. Louisiana? Oh, the no, no, kid, I, the actors. Yeah, the actors. Sorry. I know the mom from a TV show, I think. Um, we'll have to no. come back to that later. Actually, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to Google this while you're talking about the next thing. Um, okay. So, Meredith 
Christina goes to Tyler and asks for her money back because he was supposed to be guarding the door. And he says that he's not going to give it back because he had to go um, save someone's life. And then they saved the guy. So then he bought everyone some coffee because they saved the guy. And then Christina's mad. And then <laughs> Meredith says, it's not Tyler's fault. You're a dirty, dirty stripper. But Which also... Think about $20 buying coffee for everyone. That was like... About that. 2006, man. Yeah. I can't even get coffee for everyone here at at my job without that. You can't even get coffee for everyone at your house for $20. That is fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. Um, But so they're talking... um, Christina says that Meredith is sleeping with two men and she says she's not sleeping with either of them until she makes a decision. Um, and she's going to go until the end of the day. And then she, if she hasn't decided she's going to flip and coin, that's her plan. Um, so that's fun. Uh, Addison shows up to Richard's office and tells him that he needs the day. She needs the day off cause she needs to go get wasty. Um, and she, tells him basically she's like my marriage is over like i need to go you're sleeping on your couch what's up with you and he's like marriage is hard she goes well mine's ending so i i did like that where where she was like uh or he's like you have a stain on your shirt and she's like you have a bed on your couch yeah. and i was like <laughs> that <laughs> is the one. funniest thing she's ever said also i just searched through uh that actress's page uh her name is diane carroll and i white collar there it is. It was this, it was like high, it was hidden by the get the app sign. Uh, she was in White Collar, another USA Network show. Yes, your favorite channel. Yes. Uh but yeah, sorry. I, I missed most of what you were saying, so I'm sure that you <laughs> didn't miss anything important, but I popped back in right at the last second there and I wanted to make sure uh cuz it was weird. It was like not weird. It was funny uh the the coffee and the couch comment, but then you have this compassionate Weber where he puts his hand on her shoulder and yeah. he's like it's all going to be okay, but like also not really because fuck this. It's all sucks. Everything also, sucks. Yeah, everything's garbage. But you know what? At least you're Addison Montgomery. And what does she um, say later on in the episode? Wildly desirable. I am wildly desirable. Amanda. Uh, I love her. This is a very uh, good Addison episode. This is like one of my fave Addison episodes for sure. She Drunk <laughs> Addison is a queen and a half. She's yeah. listen. She can take me home any night. Truly same. Um, so they go see the first patient and it's, uh, someone, she has lung cancer, so they're going to have to do surgery. Um, but she's eating a bunch of cakes and she basically goes on this rant about how she spent her whole life being like super healthy. And now she somehow has lung cancer, which isn't really fair. So she's just decided to stop being healthy. So she's just eating all these cakes. Um, and I think she had said mood. something like, 10 years she hadn't had a, a dessert in 10 years or something yeah, like that that's that doesn't sound fun we're here i haven't for had a, a dessert time, in, not for a long time <laughs> yeah i haven't had a dessert in 10 minutes like yeah, and I'm, <laughs> come on yeah um so she's she's just a little bit uh on edge with her situation um so then they leave um and this is when the interns first approach Bailey and they're like, Hey, can you talk to Izzy? And she's like, Hey, can you never look at me again? <laughs> she's mad still <laughs> about it. Um, so that's fun. Uh, 
Derek's patient. Oh, Derek's patient is Benjamin. Benjamin has a brain tumor that makes him say everything he thinks. Um, so that's, uh, you know, not great. <laughs> no, but entertaining for us. Entertaining, but also difficult <laughs> to imagine. Yeah. I, uh, luckily the, the, the nice thing about podcasting is you literally, it's the role to say everything that is on your mind in that second, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're good at that. But, uh, it was, it was funny because he was like, ah, oh, you dating that blonde, this blonde girl, because you're looking yeah. at her like you want to mount her and fuck her right here. Yep. Uh, but then later on, it's very sad because he calls his sister fat and sweaty multiple times. And I feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Cause she's the only one that's there for him. And he probably says it all the time. Um, okay, so yeah. yeah. He says, is the blonde your girlfriend? Because the way you're looking at her, you might as well mount her right here and now. And they all look around awkwardly. And then he just goes, I'm sorry. Was that rude? <laughs> Which he says it so condescendingly, too. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that like, rude? Everything he says is so matter of Like, there's no emotion tied behind anything he says. I assume because of where this brain tumor is sitting. Like, there's no perception yeah. of emotion anymore in his brain. Um, which is crazy. Um, Bailey is Can you annoyed. imagine if that happened to you? Like, would would what you say actually change very much? I, you might be surprised how much. <laughs> if that happened to me, people would be like, "Oh wow, she really was editing herself down." <laughs> like sometimes I say things and I think I have made them nicer, and then people are very upset, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess it wasn't actually nice. I didn't do a very good job, and that's on me." You know, I have to work on that. Yeah, it's okay though because I would give you a five out of five stars, uh, and that's what that's that's I'm gonna stick to that five out of five Perfect. stars at all times. Yeah, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, so they go out in the hallway, and Bailey is super annoyed. She's like, "You make me so proud. I'm so proud that you're all my interns. Everything's wonderful and perfect." And <laughs> then she sees the panties on the bulletin board. Um, and I asked you about these last time and you said there was going to be no follow-up and I love how wrong you are, but not because you were wrong, but just because I love this moment of Bailey getting super mad <laughs> that there are panties on the bulletin board. And then she goes, I know it's one of you. It's always one of mine, <laughs> which also is very incriminating on her end because either she gets the bad interns or she makes them bad interns uh which i think it's more the first one but yeah uh i was not expecting callie to go and take those i was yeah. like damn girl it's a she does okay her a solid she's she's such a bro in this moment for sure she covers but also the, the entire hospital is not in that hallway there so <laughs> it is possible that someone who wasn't present for that conversation had those panties up on the bulletin board <laughs> So Bailey, think uh, think bigger picture here, my friend. Know, okay, but she, but she knows. She knows. Yeah, no, she knows. She knows. Um, so it's great. Uh, it's just a very funny moment. I love it. So funny. Um, so then we get the title card at eight oh two. Um, then <laughs> Christina says something about the Nazi and turns the corner, and Burke's mom is there, and so then Burke's mom lectures her on racism. <laughs> what so that's a fun. fun scene yes <laughs> when Their when she said uh, the two of them together is very funny oh it was so good i actually uh i will say and i'm glad i spoiled this it looks like she's in the show gray's, Ac- gray's anatomy uh 
credited for the next from 2006 to 2007. So this means this is not the last time we see her, and I'm very excited for that. Mm. In which case, if Wikipedia was wrong, uh, or IMDb, I mean, if they're wrong, then I'll be very disappointed. I'll sue. But, yeah. But when she was like, oh, something, someone's on the warpath, and then she goes, not, <laughs> not the, the German, German warpath. War. <laughs> the hospital warpath. <laughs> and as I a big history when, buff, yeah. I, I was a big, big fan of all of that. I love it when Christina gets flustered because it's not really a side of her we see very often. Um, and when she... Because she uses her skill to impress people, and when that's not impressive to people, she doesn't really know where to go, and I, I think it's a very fun dynamic to watch. Because she's definitely, uh, I think that she's very much like, well, I don't care what she thinks of me, but also she's like, but I do need her to like me. <laughs> so Yeah. What um, was the school that, that uh, the mom was saying that uh, Burke was number Burke one in his went class. To, was it Tulane? Is that where he went? I think, I think it's yeah, Tulane. Yeah, I think so. Because they're from Louisiana. And um, is Stanford, that's where that's where Christina went, right? Number mm-hmm. one at Stanford. Mm-hmm. It, I would. I I know the name Stanford. Yeah. Is, is it safe to assume that that's a bigger medical program, a more impressive I medical program, or, I or no? Think, I think it, it is more, it's definitely a more well-known school, just overall can't speak to the medical program of it but um it's definitely a a bigger and more well-known school so so if you're listening and you were first in your class (laughs) uh or any of the other numbers (laughs) uh if you attended or was on the campus for uh tulane or stanford let us know what your thoughts are and uh message us or email us um and uh, so then Derek comes around, meets Burke's mom, and Burke's mom is like, oh, can I borrow Christina? And Bur- and Derek's like, sure. I don't give a shit. I want to fuck with Meredith. Oh. So um, <laughs> Bailey's on a warpath, not a German warpath. <laughs> um, and so she's going to go have coffee with Mama Burke. Um. So then we have a scene with Meredith and Derek, which I don't like because we've talked about this before. I don't know if it's on this podcast or the other podcast that we do, but I really don't like the term homewrecker because I think it puts a lot of blame on someone who is not necessarily the most to blame in these situations personally. Also, no one really ever calls a man a homewrecker. And I think that's annoying. Um, because anyone can be in the position of being the other person. Um, Agreed. But but I feel like the term homewrecker is only reserved for women, which is stupid. Also, again, I think if you are married and you sleep with someone outside of your marriage, I don't think it's fair to then turn around and blame that person for the fact that you've done that. But that's just me. But that's my feelings on the term homewrecker. I don't like it. Um, Derek does say he's like, my home was wrecked long before you came along, which I appreciate the sentiment of what he's saying. And he says, regardless of what Meredith decides, he is going to end it with Addison, which is not what you thought was going to happen. No, Um, I thought, what did I say? They were going to live happily ever after. Well, you said that you thought he was going to make his decision when Meredith made her decision. You were like, if Meredith decides to be with him, then he'll leave Addison. And this is him basically That's being right. like, regardless of what you do, I am going to leave Addison, <laughs> which... Yeah, because he, I, I thought he wanted to be the good guy, the good guy, yeah. Derek, till, till, like, to a fault. Yeah, absolutely. And this, this episode proved me wrong. I actually forgot that I said that. So thank you. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice to hear him say it. I, I like to think it's genuine because it kind of seems like he's come to this realization of like, okay, seriously, like, what's the point? Um, so they're about to kiss. And of course, Callie comes in and she goes, you guys should think about getting a hotel room or something. And then she gives Meredith Classic. the panties. I love Callie. Callie's yeah. amazing. It's also, just also like, don't be that inappropriate next yeah. to a door. <laughs> a a door with a window. Work. Always at work. Always. Just go the hot, literally anywhere else. Yeah. Like the elevator makes sense. No one can see you unless if we, if we assume that cameras don't exist in uh, elevators in the Shonda land. Okay. But like open doors right there yeah. in the middle where everyone can walk in literally yeah. anyone just don't do it um i have to also give a shout out to callie because while i was watching this episode michael came in he has seen a handful of gray's anatomy episodes here and there and he was like i think that's the most attractive person to ever be on this show and i was like truly she is very hot i agree i like her a lot <laughs> so shout out to but callie the Torres. most attractive on this show not all of us like Catherine Heigl that much. But also, has Michael seen Addison? You know, I don't know if he has, actually. Because, he, again, it's, he's only seen, like, a handful of episodes here and there. But I do love Addison. But I think something about Addison is, while I do think, personally, that she is, like, stunningly drop-dead beautiful, um, I think her personality really takes it over the top and makes her one of the most attractive people on the show. So if you don't watch that, yeah. then I feel like you are losing out. Yeah. On I don't, I would aspect. not say that. No, I completely agree. And I wouldn't say that Callie is the most attractive person on the show, but <clears throat> sorry, I, I still have a cold. If you can't tell, uh, hands down more attractive than Christina and Meredith. Um, I, I love Callie and she goes through, Many looks over her time on the show, and they're very, very enjoyable. She's she's great. We love Callie Torres. Um, Did you just hear me blow my nose? A little bit, but it's fine. Okay. I try to go as far away <laughs> it, as I can. It's allowed. It's a medical show, guys. And um, this is what's called a cough. <laughs> <coughs> there you go. Medical, um, medical cough. So then Christina goes to Burke's room, and his... <laughs> It's so funny because she's like, come and save me. But his dad is still there. So she's trying to like be subtle. Also jumping ahead a little bit, but I love that they literally only give the dad one episode or yes. one line in the whole episode, but he's yes. just so in it. I love it so much. He's very funny. And what does he say? Uh, keep hanging hang in, in there. there. Or? Hang yeah. In there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so funny. Uh, he's very, it, it seems maybe like a similar relationship to Christina and Burke where there's like a very, very, very strong woman and not necessarily that the man isn't, he's just a, maybe a little more laid back and a little more reserved. <laughs> and it's just very funny. It's like a, a good mirror. I think of the two of, of the two of them. Um, okay. So Derek asks, goes to Richard and asks if he's seen Addison and he's like, yeah, she needs space. And Derek's like, no, when something's over, it has to be over. And I said, except for the entire second season, when it was over, yeah. but it didn't have to be over then. Except for the last 27 fucking episodes, but it's fine, I guess, Derek. But when Derek decides that it's over, then it's over. Then it's over. Um, 
Also, I do like the line Richard has where he says, I know a thing or two about affairs, and I even know a thing or two about affairs with women named Grey. And I do like that Derek says Meredith isn't an affair because he does make a point to be like, I am in love with this woman, which I appreciate that he is being honest with himself about that. It's not just a fling, which, you know, he said in the in the second season, he told Addison, you know, I was in love with her. It wasn't just like a fling or whatever. But so that's fun. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting scene with the two of them. It's also um, it's. It's worth noting that uh, what was I going to say? Like I, I had to, I paused this and I kind of sat in this moment for a little bit, right? Um, I think I would be a much, much bigger fan of Derek, and I would like Meredith a lot more if Derek would have just not chosen Addison. If yes. Derek would have just not chosen Addison, I would have liked all of their character arc and I would have loved their I would have loved their banter and I would have loved their storyline mm-hmm. and I would have I would have been like, "Oh yeah, you know, Derek and Addison they're in the same room. It's tense because they're getting over their divorce, right?" Yeah. Um but like instead, yeah. we just watch a whole season of Derek being a dick to Addison. Yeah. And it turns I guess not all viewers, but they spent this last two season, this last season two, turning Derek against people who like Addison's character. Yeah. Or people who don't want someone to, because he's emotion, he's having an emotional affair while oh, being a thousand married. Percent. To, yeah. Um, so I had to kind of sit in that in a little bit, and I was like, you know what, my my beef with Derek strictly is with how he's treated Addison. Um, yeah, and the issue is when we meet Addison and we learn what happened between the two of them, there is enough story there for us to be like, it's fine if they get divorced. No one's in the wrong if they just split up when we meet them initially. But yeah, yeah. the choosing to be like, no, we're going to stay together because it's quote unquote the right thing to do. Like, it's not though. It's not the right thing to do if you're going to treat the other person like crap and then also drag along another person <laughs> like how many people can you involve yeah. in your bullshit um yeah so it's and actually it's nice to see that coming to a close and if we want to get real technical Derek choosing addison and treating addison like garbage is directly what led to christina cutting denny's elvad wire or is he <laughs> what did i say Christina. <laughs> I meant Izzy. Fuck. <laughs> um, all right. You know what I meant. Izzy killing Denny. Um, also, the quote that uh, Weber has of, you don't leave another woman's panties in your tux unless you want to get caught. Yeah. Uh, yes. True. We've all been there. I mean, what? Well, he's one of those. It's, it's like Derek's like, oh, that's not how I wanted her to find out. I'm like, oh, how, how did you want her to find out that you are having an affair? First of all, she already knows because she has eyeballs. Second yeah. of all, like you have had 27 episodes to tell her and you haven't told her. So yeah. you're just, no one feels bad for you. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready suck. for Derek to finally end Addison's suffering the exact same way that Vecna ends all of the stranger kids <laughs> things suffering. You would maybe think that, but you haven't watched it and you don't know anything. <laughs> I watched a 14 minute clip of just Vecna killing people last night. And every time he says, I'm here to end your suffering. So uh, actually, this is the exact same. Are there, are there really 14 minutes of that? Because he doesn't kill that many people. It's, it's fine. Just Vec- it's just show. Vecna scenes. Uh, like there was one scene where he's just like plugging his back shit into like these towers. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. Just like, I'm disgusting. Um, it's a good season. It's a good guy. I, I think. Good. 
now it'll, that it'll, I, Carmen I, won't watch it. He'll, he's too afraid of it, but it's, it was a good season. I actually wasn't that afraid of it when I was watching it because once I saw that it's just breaking their legs and their jaws and their arms and their eyes explode, I was like, okay, that's <laughs> fine. I get it now. Totally. Yeah. There's not a lot of jump scares in it. It's just like visual stuff. So I guess it's not like ghosts, which is really what you hate. No, I do hate ghosts. Yep. <laughs> and demons, but Vecna seems different. He's not a demon. He's definitely not a demon. I don't know how to, if, it's hard to describe what he is, but it's not a demon. He seems like, like a mutant. He's, that's probably a better word for it. Because isn't the plot, never mind, I'm not going to spoil this for Wait, anyone yeah, else. It's fine. Um, anyways, uh, I, I watched, yeah, Winona Ryder, we love you, come on the show, and Please. take it away, next next scene. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so Meredith is taking Benjamin's blood, and he goes, did you have sex with that brain surgeon? And she goes, no, not today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well i would because he's hot and arrogant and i'm like he is arrogant as fuck so that's fun he said uh he's hot and arrogant in a way that's still sexy and i said me that's me hello that's uh, me but you're i have to disagree solely because i like you and i don't like Derek. so <laughs> oh cool <laughs> you are arrogant but it's not like like Derek. i don't find it likable in Derek. okay I respect that then. I'm going to take that as a compliment. You all heard it here first. Kelki <laughs> likes me. I do like Carmen. I just also love to harass him. It's true. More so than a, almost everyone not named Jessica in this world. Well, yeah, that's why Jessica and I get along so well. We're soulmates. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> We're right. soulmates in that way. <laughs> we, we just like to sit around and shit talk you. Oh. And sometimes we talk about how cute our babies are. <laughs> but a lot of times we just shit talk you. Michael, if you ever listen to this episode, <laughs> yeah, right. Can you can you please uh, call me at this exact moment so we can shit talk Kelsey and Jessica? Oh yeah, well I'll tell him you said that. He'll definitely do that. He'll do that right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we sure all good. these listeners feel like we they're part of our family now. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, we're we're all happily married to each other. Yes. it's fine. Yes, <laughs> all four of us, um, and all three of our kids. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um. Okay, so then we have the first bit of George being weird about Callie's panties. And he's, like, like trying to, like, hit on her, kind of. Um, and he's, like, leaning over her and being like, ooh, I'm George, and I don't know how to flirt with people. That's really, <laughs> really weird. Um, again, That's this perfect. Is, That's spot on. This episode of George is annoying, but not in the cringy annoying that it was in the beginning it's like amusing annoying because i'm like you're just dumb whereas before i was like you're not a human being so this is more <laughs> i'm like it's fine <laughs> it's just annoying and weird but it's fine um yeah i couldn't tell if he was um what did i say i can't tell if he's being weird or if he's actually being smooth like he teetered on he's annoying so and smooth <laughs> He's so close. And then I got to jump ahead the second. The scene where he was doing the dart thing and then almost <laughs> killed that girl. <laughs> he almost like puts a dart through her eyeball. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you think this is flirting? Like, I don't understand. Your life is confusing to me. Yeah. What what did the kids do to you that you think darting a woman in the eye at a bar <laughs> is flirting? Yeah, it's not good. Um, okay, so then they're doing that, and the lung cancer patient lady, Miss Seabury, 
just comes whizzing down the hall in a wheelchair because she's racing some other guy in a wheelchair because she's just trying to have a good time. Um, so that's fun. So then he has to go chase after her. Um, and then uh, we have Alex, Bailey, and Callie, excuse me, down in the uh, ambulance bay because an ambulance is coming in. And... Uh, Alex goes, you and O'Malley, how'd that happen? And Kelly goes, I don't know. You're a surgeon. How'd that happen? <laughs> so like, savage. Um, and then Bailey's like, Alex, don't talk to people. And, <laughs> and Kelly says, no, it's fine. And she's like, I said, it's not fine. Yeah. Uh, well, she stuff. specifically was like, uh, she outranks you. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So... That's good stuff. It's just a funny little moment. I love the, I don't know, you're a surgeon. How'd that happen? Yeah. Um, Is this the uh, scene where we get the the guy with a baby Groot inside of him? Yes. Well, first we get Alex having an attitude about Izzy because um, he Bailey says something and Alex like, I don't understand why you won't talk to Izzy. Like he is just giving Bailey shit. Like he is no, he's not holding back on this Izzy thing. And I appreciate that he is over the Izzy situation in the way that like, I don't, I don't think this is coming from like, Oh, I want to sleep with Izzy. So I want her back. I think it's like, he just wants her to come back. Cause he knows it's the right thing. And he also, I think doesn't know how to help her. And he thinks that this will do it, but he doesn't want to be the one that does it. So I appreciate that. I think he's doing it for the right reasons, but like, man, it is the way he talks to Bailey this whole episode. I'm like, someone needs to smack him across the face. Honestly. And it should have um, been Callie. Should have been Gally and Bailey. Um, so then, yeah, the ambulance comes up. Uh, there is a 14-year-old boy who was street luging, flew off of the luge, and landed in a pile of someone's branches, like in front of their yard. So he's been impaled by a tree. So it's aggressive. And the, the uh, paramedic says, I would guess some pretty bad internal injuries and they're like what do you mean you would guess and then he rolls out and there's a whole ass tree inside of him like so. down down through the 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 neck shoulder area and yeah like or and like then comes out like through the bottom of the torso yeah like how are you alive how and also <laughs> what angle was he flying at i can't even tell what the pointy part of that tree was that's and a good point like who who puts that amount of tree <laughs> junk in their front yard? Well, I will say, so my mom had a um, a tree in her front yard that she had someone come and look at. And like, it was a really big maple tree and it was dead. And the guy was like, you really need to cut it down because if it falls, it's huge and it will probably fall because it's dead. And like with storms coming. So she had someone come out and like cut the whole tree down. And then that was like piled in front of like the in literal entire tree was in front of her house. Cause the city was going to come and pick it all up. So I have seen like that cause you put it there cause the city comes and picks it up and it was there for a couple of days and it was a, a literal whole last tree. So I don't know, That's <laughs> but it crazy. was cut probably a little more nicer than that shard. Yeah. I think they whittled that one into a shiv and they just left it there. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so yeah, um, then the dad shows up and he's like freaking out. He's like mad, panicked, and he's like in the way. He's like yelling at the kids. So Alex pushes him out of the way, pushes him into a wall and breaks his nose because of course he does. Um, and then Bailey yells at him 
and this is like, okay, this is a trope that I feel like is in like every show and movie ever that has a dramatic moment where someone is yelling a lot of things and then they'll refer to a character who's not there as the boyfriend or girlfriend. And then the person that's getting yelled at, all they go is, she's not my girlfriend. <laughs> like, that's the only thing they respond to. I feel like that's every show ever has done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, because what did I say here? Um, yeah. Bailey is pissed at Alex. And then I even say all capital, damn, with like seven N's. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, but all he has to say is that she's not my girlfriend. Like, that's yeah. that's that's the thing you're going to take away from that. Like, she said a lot of very valid things, Alex, because you're kind of a douche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this was the scene, and it was different than the the end scene because I get a different message from that. But at this point, I was like, okay, it's clear that Bailey blames Izzy for Denny dying, which I made a note of, which is like factually correct though. Um, yeah. So, but it's it's just there's a lot of blame, and that's yes. why there's that anger. And this there's scene a lot of blame, but there's it. also a lot of guilt. Well, Which but we I didn't actually on, get, obviously. yeah, we see that later on I, to this point, And actually until that scene, when Bailey was at the house, I didn't feel any guilt from Bailey at all. Yeah. It was all, I got that last episode, um, when she was saying goodbye and they had to identify the body, but, uh, but not this scene, not yeah. in this episode. Yeah. It's just, uh, there's a lot, we're at the anger phase for Bailey and yes, Izzy's at the muffin yes. phase. <laughs> muffin wrong with that. Uh, nice. That was good. That was very good. Uh, Thank you. you. Thank you. I've been sitting Um, on that one for six years. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Christina is having coffee with Burke's mom and she's like, Preston's great. Burke's mom is saying that Burke is great. And Christina's like, yeah, I'm also good at stuff. And then Burke's mom's (laughs) like, "Um, but you're going to like stop being a surgeon when you get married. Right. Because everyone wants to marry my Preston and you need to be in a less demanding job when you get married to him. And Christina's like, what the fuck? Which is a valid response to that. <laughs> um, and I love when Burke shows up because Christina goes, Burke is here. Burke is Preston. Burke is here. <laughs> she doesn't, she calls him Burke, but because his mom is calling him Preston, she then is calling him Preston Burke. And I just find that very funny because we don't really hear people refer to him as Preston very often. It's just like, we also don't really hear people say Miranda for Bailey very often. It's just like, we don't, we also with Weber, we don't hear Richard, but we hear Weber and the chief. So that's like, I don't know, it goes back and forth. So I feel like there are some where, I think specifically because Christina, who is his significant other, calls him Burke. I'm like, that's his name. So saying Preston sometimes feels weird, even though that's his first name. I just thought it was funny when she's like, Preston Burke is here. Preston Burke, star um, of Tulane. And then Preston Burke's mother is straight up just like, you're selfish. You're a selfish bitch. And I don't think you should be with my son. When she's uh, just like, what the fuck? If we remember correctly, Carmen said this would be the demise of Burke and Christina in a past episode is that he is too giving and she is too selfish. And they literally call that out here in the episode. Thanks mama Burke. Um, although I will say I don't want to ever be this point in my life, but when she's like, he's handsome, he's brilliant. He's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Um, (laughs) do more like (laughs) do get a hobby. 
Do something. Do a podcast. Yep. Honestly, everyone else is doing it. Come on this podcast. Um, so I will say, I'm, I'm not going to say that Christina is not selfish, but I don't think that she is only selfish. I think she has a lot of other qualities. And yes. I think she gets called selfish because she puts a lot of her own goals before anything else. Um, and also there are times when she doesn't really try to, um, I guess she doesn't really edit. Like she doesn't edit herself. She doesn't try and make it seem like anything else because she's like, I've, this is always what I've been working for. So why would I lie and like pretend like it's not, um, she is selfish, but she's not only selfish. She has a lot of other qualities as well. And I think we see that in this episode. I think sometimes also she doesn't necessarily realize it. And when it's brought to her attention, she can be like, okay, I can do other things as well. Um, like at the end when she goes to check on them, she's like, yeah, maybe I am selfish, but I can also still be like, I can still be a good partner. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, I don't know. She, she's not a one dimensional character by any means. Uh, I would say that there's no one really on this show that I would consider a one dimensional character in not just who they are as people, but in like their character values. Right. Right. And, I'm, but yes, I do think the point is that Christina leans selfish outwardly, and Burke, when it's not work related, yeah. leans more giving and compassionate outwardly. Mm -hmm. We saw that yeah. with George staying with them, right? We see yeah. that in a lot of different ways. Yeah, but opposites attract. I don't know. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> um. So, okay, so then they're operating on Tree Boy, which is what I wrote. Um, so it's not going great. There's a lot going on. Got I called him, him. Tr Tree Man, so. Uh, well, there you Same. go. Yeah. Um, Meredith is being super weird. Oh, this. This is so, they're in the gallery. Um, Christina and Meredith are watching, and Meredith's like, we should all just say what we mean all the time. Um, and... Then she says she's going to pick Derek. And I understand the thought process of like, oh, we should say everything we think all the time. But also it's wildly unrealistic because there's not a person alive who can say everything they think all the time without being rude. Hell no. Or just like being mean, like downright yeah. mean. Like there yes. are times I just want to like, you know, retail, retail workers, what percentage <laughs> oh, of the time God. do you get to say what you want to say? One percent of the time? Maybe. Yeah, not it's happening. It's not enough. You deserve more. Um. Yeah. You get a ch You deserve a chance to just eviscerate the next person who comes in and, and looks at you wrong. That's my gift to you. Just do it. Um, she also, this is also where George says, do girls have two sets of panties? <laughs> <laughs> Like a secret second set of panties. Um, yeah, anyways. If anything, so they just George don't have dumb. any, George. Um, uh, so Meredith, the Meredith does say, she's like, I'm going to pick Derek. In this scene, she says she's going to pick Derek. Um, and I forget the reason she gives, but I probably thought it was stupid. I didn't write it down. So <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't even know if she gave one. I think she just did one of those things when she's like, well, Derek is Derek. So I, I think that's actually Derek. what exactly happened. Cause I'm trying to find notes. I have a note of why she was looking at Finn 
and leaning towards Finn and saying, I'm choosing Finn. But I don't have any notes for why she said, I'm picking Derek, other than Yeah, I think she's a like, hater. Finn is great, but Derek is Derek, and he's McDreamy, and blah, 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 blah. So it's fine. Whatever. Um, then George goes to his patient, Miss um, Seabury, again. Um, she's like, I'm going to leave. I don't care. Like, the odds are bad. I might as well just leave and get to have fun and, like, live a good life. Um. And George is trying to talk her into staying. And she's like, no, I don't care. I'm just going to go and eat lots of cake and drink lots of drinks. And that's Respect. her choice. Respect. And yeah, fuck in a right. bathroom. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so then Meredith says she's going to go home and check on Izzy. Um, so she goes home and Izzy's not there, but there's muffins everywhere. Finn shows up. And Meredith is like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, I brought Izzy lunch because I know like when my wife died, I was sad, but it helped me when people brought me food. And she's like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so nice that you bring my roommate lunch. I have to marry you now. Um, and then he's like, I understand you have to make this decision and I want you to take your time, but I'm not just nice. And they make out real hard. I was like, man, this guy's about to smush. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Let's like, remember, they still have not had sex. The two of them oh, have yeah. not had sex yet. She has only had sex with Derek at this point. That's a between good point. the two of them, not like in life, just between the two of those people. Yeah. Well, uh, I actually did forget that. So thank you for bringing that back up to yeah. me. Um, so. Uh, okay. So Bailey goes to update the, the guys, the kid's father. And he's like, she's like, we're still operating. He's alive. I got to go. It's, there's a lot going on. We had to like take out one of the kidneys or they had to take out one of the somethings because, you know, there was a, it was a kid- it. kidney and then part of his bowel. Yeah, that's not good. Those are important things, guys. Yeah. The fact that the dad was like, are you guys done yet? My mom's on the way. Everything's OK, right? No, he's got a tree through his his body, <laughs> his being, his whole being. Like the fact that that didn't also destroy a lung in the process or his uh, ability to, I mean, I don't know. They don't go into depth, but like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, (laughs) I see Kathy back there. Oh yes. Um, And so then, um, okay. Is he, uh, oh, is he goes to Joe's and takes muffins? Um, I didn't mention this earlier, but the whole episode, Izzy is wearing the, the sweater that she knitted for Denny. That Denny was then wearing at some point. And now Izzy has it again, which is sad. I did not realize that. It's Good call sad. out. Yeah. Um, this is another, this is one of those things. The first couple episodes of this season, really. The whole Denny grieving storyline. As much as I detest Izzy, it's very hard not to feel bad for her. And I do feel bad for her. I think Catherine Heigl plays it very well, especially in this episode. I really just, I'm like, this woman does not look like she has slept in four days, which I think is really what they're going for. And I imagine that's probably a pretty common reaction to when um, you lose a loved one. So I think she does a great job in this episode with the muffin making and the kind of, she's like a zombie. You just feel so bad for her because she's just so sad. Um, so she takes the muffins to Joe's. She's wearing the Denny sweater. Addison is there. <laughs> Addison is wasty. <laughs> and it is funny. Um, and Izzy's just like, don't let her drive, Joe. Um, 
she's kind of like a zombie and, and she tells Addison to eat muffins cause they'll make her feel better. Um, and then she leaves. Christina is annoyed about Burke's mom, which is fair. Cause she wasn't very nice. Um, and Mal and Meredith is like, I'm going to pick Finn cause he's nice. <laughs> And he brings Izzy lunch. So nice. Mm. He's the kind of guy who brings your dead friend's living room person snacks. And it's probably just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I bet he even cuts (laughs) off the crust for Izzy. (laughs) And then I like what Christina says. She's like, I'm not selfish. Selfish people don't save lives. Delightful. Delightful uh, justification. And this is when we get George <laughs> the darts. Um, no, this isn't darts. No, this is not darts. This is still back at the hospital. So, um, but George is flirting with that same nurse, but at the hospital. Um, and Christina goes to check on Benjamin and he, I don't remember what it is that he asked. Oh, do you have a boyfriend? And he asked it like six times. And the sister's like, he's not going to stop. You literally have to answer him. Um, and so they talk a little bit and she's like, I have a boyfriend. And then the guy says he used to have a boyfriend, but he broke up with him because of the tumor, which is tricky, but you know, the hard situation. It's not like you just have a tumor and nothing is affected. It's like you have a tumor and now you're a different person. Yeah. So I don't know. It is, it's an interesting also uh, character depth that they made him gay. And I enjoy yes. that. I just every time that this show makes someone part of the LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. what else what else is it? LGBTQ IA plus IA okay it's IA plus uh, but you can say plus and it's inclusive I'm trying to remember all of them um I just I I that needs to be called out because this show still like one of the reasons that I really enjoy it is how progressive they are in representation so yeah. I'm and just going like to continue to call that it's not like yeah it's not they don't make it a huge plot point. They're like, this is just a thing because these exactly. people just exist and that's fine. They'll be in hospitals yeah. sometimes and they still <laughs> have, they still have medical needs because they're real. Unless, unless you're in Florida, unless you're in Florida, in which case you can't say gay. It's fine. Everything's going great everywhere, guys. Um, that was a scene where he moment. called his sister me. Yeah. That's, and, yeah, or that's fat. When he's yeah. like, now I'm here alone with my fat sister. And Christina goes, Benjamin, that was pretty rude. <laughs> and then they take him for surgery. And now, we will have a small break for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland! Four in this episode. This is a big Shonda episode. Ooh. Okay, Lots I'm going to guess. Friends. Okay. I'm going to guess. Okay. Burke's mom. Nope. Damn it. And I even <laughs> looked at her IMDb. Yeah. Um, uh, Lung cancer lady. Yes. All right. That's one. Um, brain tumor guy. Yes. Okay. Uh, Burke's dad. Yes. Okay. And then the fourth one, the fourth one is a, is a thing. It's a person who I can remember. It's the sister. Yes. Ah, nailed it. Okay. So we have um, Donald Burke played by Richard Roundtree, which is an incredible last name. Hey, he is a tree. Uh, and he was in one episode of Private Practice. 
uh, Roxanne Hart, who plays Dana Seabury, who is the lung cancer patient. She was in four episodes of How to Get Away with Murder and one episode of Private Practice. Not the same episode. Uh, Peter Page, who played Benjamin O'Leary, who I also read is one of Krista Vernoff's best friends of like 20 years. Um, he was in an episode of Station 19. And his sister, Ruth, who is a played by Elizabeth Sampson, is in one episode of Private Practice. Also not the same two episodes from Private Practice from earlier. But that's our Shondaland for this for this one. So that was nice because I feel like we've been just on like one or two for a while. So nice to, to have a big yeah. old gang together. Yeah. And there was one where it was just a repeat of Ellis. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said, fuck you, Shondaland. Just Ellis. <laughs> yeah. So we're back. We're back at it. Okay. So, okay. So this is when we get to one of their classic grays flashing back and forth between dramatic surgery moments. So we're at, we got the kid with the tree trying to figure out how to remove the tree, which is important. And while that's happening, Alex is still having an attitude with Bailey about Izzy, which is just not the time. It's simply not the time. Um, Christina and Derek are working on Benjamin. He crashes. They take the tree out. The kid crashes. So we're flashing back and forth. Everyone's crashing. No one has a pulse. Classic Grace. We don't get an answer. So then we're at Joe's. Yeah. But before that, there was, um, I will say, I really like this. I like this quote. I don't remember what Bailey had said, but Alex was like, with all due respect, Dr. Bailey, you got me mixed up with Izzy Stevens. Yes. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. He's really, neither of them are having it. Like neither yeah. of them are taking the bullshit. They're both like giving it. And they're, they're both getting mad about it. Yeah. I think it's an interesting choice to make Alex the one that's really fighting the hardest for her. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a bold move like there. It. Cotton. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought both of them died at that point. Yes. They do yeah. kind of make it seem that way. Um, so they're at the bar. <laughs> Miranda is talking to Addison. <laughs> She's so drunk. Everything's great. And then she just starts crying. And she's like, I am desirable, Amanda Miranda. <laughs> so it's <laughs> one of my favorite moments. <laughs> Amanda Miranda. Um, so they're just talking about it. And then Joe's like, your cab's here because you told me to call you a cab at 10 and it's 10. So go home and be drunk there. Um, and so then we see Mrs. Seabury, the patient from earlier, is at the bar. She's ordered one of everything. And Alex is there and she's like, are you allowed to drink with me? And he's like, yes, I am. Um, I think about this episode a lot because I wonder if it was always the choice to have her be a bit older than Alex. Um, I don't, uh, I'm sure they probably said her age at the beginning and I wasn't paying attention, but it just seems like she's a good deal older but this moment still happens. <laughs> Alex is not phased by that fact. And I respect him for it. She's He's like equal opportunity. Banger. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. As am I still to this day. Um, I'm kidding. Obviously, that was the joke. Everyone I'm married. Um, <laughs> but she's like kind of hot for an older woman with lung cancer. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the the personality of being like, you know what, I'm going to do anything because I could die at any moment and I am ready to live my life. I think that adds definitely a sense of adventure to the personality. Yeah. Nothing to lose. A She's a woman like, with nothing to lose. 
Is that a choice from the beginning where they always like, let's have this as an older woman or did they just see her and they're like, Oh, you'll be perfect. It'll be great. Um, they could have gone way older and that would have true. been more like, <laughs> like Betty white. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying she's piece. old. I'm just saying she's, I would say probably at least 15 years older than Alex. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to guess, um, this is okay, so. also the scene before I, I, I do want a, uh, honorable mention where she's like, I'm going to get really gloriously fat. And then a second later is like, I'm desirable, <laughs> wildly desirable. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's true. You are. It's true. Um, you know, I, Addison, whatever you want, I want it for you. Yeah. Um, so if you're a bird, this is, this I'm a is bird. the scene with the dart. George yes. is an idiot. So, <laughs> so I I so la- I watched the scene like ten times. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty dumb. Uh, so he's well, especially because to flirt the first he's time he's doing a bad job. The first time I just thought, "Wow, George, you suck at darts." And then the second time <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, he's trying to go to jail for murder." Uh, what a that's a character phone choice. Number. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um. So. But basically Meredith sees this and it's like, George, get the fuck over it. Like Callie is super hot and she likes you. Like, what are you doing? Try, stop trying to kill people and go have sex with Callie. And he's like, yeah, okay. Cause, cause it's good advice. Um, and then Christina shows up and Meredith's like, okay, I'm going to flip a coin. Um, and so she flips <laughs> Christina goes, well, head should be brain surgeon. And they flip the coin. We get, minimal reaction and she's like okay well that's it and christina goes oh that's it you're just gonna flip a coin and pick she goes yeah i'm gonna be like benjamin and then christina goes benjamin died like jesus christ um morbid and she goes he wasn't honest he was sick and i'm like well he was both but (laughs) he was uncontrollably honest because of his illness um so then okay let's talk about this who, what do you think the coin landed on? I think about this a lot and I really don't know. I feel like it landed on Finn. I also think it landed on Finn, but my, I guess my only beef with that theory is she was equally excited to be dating Finn and Derek at the end. She's like, I really like both you guys. If she was that miserable with whatever option she got, she just could have been like, dude, just go fuck yourself. We haven't even smushed. And I just had this intensely hot sex session in a hospital where I lost my panties to my boss that we've been fawning over each other in an elevator inappropriately for the last two years or one year or whatever Shonda time is. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was all well knowing that he was married and his wife worked at the hospital that yeah. I work at. I just feel like it was Finn because mainly I think it's more Christina's reaction that tells me it was Finn more than Meredith's reaction, I think. Because she hates veterinarians? No, because she's just like, we both know you're going to pick Derek. Why are you acting like you're going to pick Finn? So that's my thought. They're just, they were too neutral about it for it to be like, Derek. That's I mean, fair. Christina also, Christina would have been annoyed if it was Derek, but in a different way than if it was Finn. Um, so then Bailey sees the, the kid's dad at the bar and goes to talk to him and he's like feeling really guilty. So he's like, well, I bought him that thing because his, him and my mom, or 
his mom and I got a divorce and I was like trying to be a cool dad. So I like bought him this thing. I never would have let him do something like that. Like, I can't believe I did this. And Bailey's like, Oh, sometimes kids are out of control and you can't do anything. And the dad's like, no, it's literally your only job to do something about it. And I failed. And this is on me. And this is when we find out the kid is going to be okay. But the dad still feels a heavy amount of guilt and regret. And we also then imagine see that, that reflected in Bailey. Imagine that scar that that kid's going to have. Just I a don't tree even know. Trunk. It's going to be like at least six, at least yeah. six scars or like a perfect like circle, like all the way around. Yeah. Like a cross body bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they leave that open. So that's just, uh, you know. <laughs> that is the cross body bag. Yeah. Um, so then Alex and the patient are talking and they're like, she's like, I don't understand why men can just sleep with whoever they want and women get do it and they get called the whore. And Alex is like, women can do it. I don't give a fuck. And she goes, okay, well I'm going to go in the bathroom. So if you want to come in and have sex with me, that's cool. And if not, that's cool too. So then they go have sex in the bathroom. So <laughs> good times. Um, it's everyone's Cal- favorite romance coming to an end. Coming to a beautiful beginning and a beautiful end all at the same time. Um, And so then we go back to the hospital and Callie's dancing around in her weird hospital house. And the chief catches her. In her underwear. In her underoos. Um, And then we're back at the bar. Finn comes in and Derek comes in. And Meredith is like, you know what? I like you both. Maybe you fight over me. Everyone make me feel good. Uh, we're going to date. So everyone is invited to date me. So here you go. And then Derek asks Finn if he's bowing out. And he's like, no, are you? No. So they're just going to compete now for a woman. For a man. And like, he, she, look, guys, girls, they, thems. Guys, gals, I, non-binary pals. Yeah. I respect all people. I just need to tell you all, Meredith is not that attractive. Also, I don't like her personality is not that. I mean, she's fine. She's not a bad person, but I'm like, you're not worth this in my opinion. She's it's it's like they said, hey, guys, friends is a worldwide sensation. What's the next vanilla upgrade from Jennifer Aniston? And let's take away all of her interesting character points. Let's put her in a TV show where it's, it takes place in a hospital. That's Load what we're doing. With some emotional baggage. Yeah. <laughs> and then throw a couple of really attractive guys in there. Yeah. And here's the thing. Catherine Heigl, uh, the girl who plays Addison, the girl who plays Callie. Kate Walsh. Yes. Sarah Torres. And then uh, Christina's character. Andrew. Yes. <laughs> All substantially more attractive than Meredith. Also, I find almost every other character more intriguing than Meredith. Like, I think there is a lot to Meredith. And at this point, there is a lot we haven't learned yet with her childhood and um, all of that stuff. Like, there is a backstory for, for her emotional baggage, obviously. And we haven't seen it all yet. But, like, I just don't find her that compelling. Like, it's interesting that she is the main character of the show because... If I had to pick someone to follow around, it wouldn't be her. No. And, and I don't I, dislike her. Let me just say this. I dislike Derek actively. I don't dislike Meredith. I just like, to me, she's not the most compelling person on the show. 
interesting things happen to her. Um, but I don't think that she is that interesting. Yeah, completely agree. And all of like the, I, I guess I should say that she's a good actress. Um, oh yeah, she does a great job. Yeah, and especially in those dramatic scenes where it's either the "you don't call me a whore" or the yeah. the "love me" scene, "choose me, pick me, choose me, love me" scene. Like, great acting, right? I don't actively dislike anyone on this show, personally, at all times. I should say as a rule of thumb. There are times where I actively dislike people. Most of the time, I actively dislike George. And I still like George as a character more than Meredith. There's more substance. He has funny moments. And I think that, like, Meredith just isn't funny or interesting. She's just boring. And, you know, none of that, not all of that is on her. You know, some of that's on the writing and what she's given. Right. Um, but anyways, but yeah, I take that with a grain of salt. I yeah. respect all people. I just, I think that she's my least favorite character on the show and the least attractive on the show. Um, yeah, she's just not that compelling to me, but it's fine. She's the main character, so it doesn't really matter. We have to get over it. Um, and then... Callie and Weber are talking and he's like, I understand why you live here, but I also can't let you live here. And she goes, but you live here. And he goes, yeah, I guess I can't live here either. And then George walks in and he's with both of them on the bed. It's so good. (laughs) And I just love um, Richard goes, you should probably go clear that up. (laughs) It's very good. Very good moment. Um, so then uh, Miss Seabury comes out and pays for her drinks. And she tells Joe, she's like, oh, I got to go back to the hospital. I'm going to go. I'm going to go fight the cancer. I'm going to go have the surgery. Um, and then Alex comes out of the bar and Bailey goes to talk to him and be like, hey, about earlier. And he goes, nope, you're right. I shouldn't get physical with patients. And then he just smirks and leaves because he just he just most certainly did that. Um and then Christina goes to see Burke and his mom is like, um, Preston needs his rest. And she goes, yeah, you're right. Um, I just wanted to come by and check and see if you needed anything before I left for the night. Um, she's trying to rise above it. And I appreciate that. Good for you, Christina. Good for you. Um, and that's when the dad says, hang in there. And it's great. <laughs> it's the one line, the whole episode that he gets when it's incredible. Um, Callie finds George and is like, the panties were not mine, but it's hot that you're jealous, which is an interesting take. Um, I don't love it. Jealousy not hot. is a dangerous emotion. And I feel like a lot of times it comes from a lack of communication, but that's fine. Uh, whatever, Callie, <laughs> you do you, you date George. So I'm already, <laughs> I'm already baffled. So yeah. Um, and this is when she also has a suitcase and George is like, why do you have a suitcase? And she's like, cause I have to move out of the hospital because it's weird that I live here. Um, also so- the chief of surgery caught me. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so then everyone goes to the house. Is he still baking? And then she's like, nobody talked to me. And then they move and and Bailey's there and they all leave so that Bailey can talk to Izzy and they have a really good moment. It's a very nice scene. I really, really like it. And Bailey's like, I should have done more. And Izzy says, you couldn't have stopped me. And she goes, oh, I, I could have stopped you. You couldn't have stopped you. I absolutely could have stopped you, but I didn't. And that's on me. And she's like, so you're going to come back and we're going to take care of it. And it's enough muffins. 
And I just like that because Izzy said, that's what Izzy says at the very beginning is it's enough muffins. And then she keeps making muffins. Um, so it was just kind of a nice little full circle moment when Bailey takes the, the spatula away from her and she's like, it's enough muffins. I didn't love the, the part of that scene where Bailey was like, you're going to come back. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get you all cleared up and you're going to get back to work. And I'm like, I just, there needs to be consequences. I don't she, think that there won't be. I think you can say you. Oh, can you come don't back think and you don't we'll think. Deal with it. I don't think there won't be consequences. You don't. You, to, here's yeah, what I think will happen. You here's get out prediction. of here. Yeah, you're. They're gonna go back to the <laughs> hospital, and they're secretly going to have called the cops, and the cops are going to be waiting to arrest Izzy and charge her with involuntary manslaughter. That's very interesting because that's, that's the exact prediction. same prediction that I have. Good. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, good thing both of us have no idea what's going to happen next. I just think you can say you can come back to work and that doesn't mean you can come back to work and be scot-free. Like you can come back. We'll deal with the bullshit, but you should still come back. Um, and then we get the best scene <laughs> for many reasons. This is actually a really good scene. Um, for someone who has a lot of Derek issues, I do appreciate this because I think he does a good job being very genuine in this scene. So we're at the hotel room. He goes in and he's like, I feel really bad um, about what I did. You deserve better than that. I'm sorry that I did that. And she goes, yeah, I'm sorry you did that too, <laughs> which I think is a great line. Um, and then he goes, our marriage is over. And she says, yeah, I guess it is. And he says, it's all my fault. This is incredibly sad. I am incredibly sad. And then Mark fucking Sloan walks out of the bathroom, steam abounding, which is perfect because they named him McSteamy. Wiener practically out, like just the towel in front of it. Like such a good reveal. I love it so much. And Derek just drinks the champagne and goes, I feel much better now. And then leaves. It's one of my favorite moments. It's so good. I did not see the Mark reveal coming. Yeah. I was completely flabbergasted. All of my predictions, I said, what? He's going to come back at the end of season three or some shit? Yeah. Um, like, he's going to be the season three finale reveal or something? <laughs> uh, I was wrong. I could not have been more wrong. And uh, overall, I lo- I like the scene. And it's it was interesting because while Derek was like, I'm incredibly sad. Like, this is all my fault. And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, go on, mm-hmm. say more. Correct. And then when he just takes the, the bottle of champagne from her and he's like, I feel much better. I'm like, well, I guess that's all right. Everyone's got closure. We're all moved on. I really feel like it's a good closure moment for both of them. And I, I'm like, you know what? Good for you, Addison. You drunk dial mark. You deserve that. Derek Where sucks. was he? Where was it he? It doesn't matter. He got there fast. He did. He's like, <laughs> he oh, here's ready. my chance. I'm going to fuck probably, this wildly desirable woman. Let's think. She probably started drinking at like, 10 a.m. when the bar opened and was drinking till like 12 p.m. So she was like from the morning was like, hey, come to L.A. And he was like, I'm on it. He hopped himself on a little plane and flew on over. Probably bought the plane on the way. All these all these doctors are stupid rich. But so it's a it's a great ending. Truly. I love it so much. It just made me smile so big. It's very good TV. Very Again, it, it's not, it, the episode does not set you up to think that is what's going to happen. It is delightful. Um, I also love that it, that Derek and Addison are actually having like this very genuine moment between the two of them. 
that we have been waiting for for 27 episodes. And then Mark oh, just walks 100%. out all naked and steamy. And it is chef's kiss perfect. So let's rate this episode. <sighs> all right. I'm giving this episode a fellow point two one three. That is so specific. A four point two one three. I. You go ahead. Finish your thoughts. No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna start there, and then we're gonna give we're gonna justify it afterwards. What is what is your ranking? I think I'm gonna do a four, just a four, a fellow. I like my reasoning. My reasoning is there's a lot of good stuff about this episode. Um, a lot of good acting. I didn't feel like there, other than the, the the tree, the tree guy and the Mark thing, there weren't like any big reveals or like giant dramatic moments. No bombs went off in people's hands. Um, True. And and I think that when I, when I think of the shock and awe moments, that's, that is my bar right now. Right. Uh, and then the last couple of episodes uh, with, um, the ending of season uh, two, two with all the gunshots and the the, the guy, the yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just like that's that's my that's my bar. But really good episode for Derek and, and Addison to finally get their closure. Mark was a great reveal, well done, flawless execution, Shonda team, and um, yeah, overall really good episode. Very big fan. Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it would be closer to like a three and a half, but man, that Mark reveal at the end really takes it over the top for me. I just think it's so funny. And I just love how out of left field it comes. And I also love it for Addison. Like, good for you. That's what I want. Um, I also love Mark Sloan, so it's nice to see him again, uh, especially seeing so much of him. And I agree there's not like a huge reveal, but I like what they do with the, the Bailey and Izzy plot line a lot. Um, and I love the Christina and Burke stuff, um, as well. And I am, I take a lot of issue with Derek. Obviously I'm very vocal about it. I'll be interested to see moving forward because a lot of my issues up until this point has been that he is having an emotional affair and the way he treats Addison is terrible. And also a lot of the times the way he is treating Meredith is terrible. So it's hard for me to remember like specifics from this season that we're about to get into, um, so I'll be interested to see if my tune changes at all. If I still feel this way, like once he gets into the dating aspect of the Meredith situation, um, when he's actually dating her and not married to someone else. So I don't know. Um, I'm just like trying to remember and I don't really remember a lot of the specifics about it. So, uh, I'll be interested to see if my distaste for him stays as strong as it has been up until this point. <laughs> Do you do you believe that you've been able to keep your distaste in a vacuum of what we know to this point? Other um, than the beginning, because I think you warned me, Derek is not my favorite person in the show. He's not. I mean, I still uh, think overall he's not my favorite, and I still have a lot of issues with him that a lot of people don't have um, later on. But I don't know that it will be as intense. But it might be because I'm looking at it through a different eye now, right? Like we're looking at it specifically being like not critical in a bad way, but just critical in the way of like, let's have a conversation about it. And like, let's be very like, let's dive into all of this, which is going to bring up maybe more things than if you're just casually watching it. So right. we'll be interested to see. And also it's, it is nice having um, a fresh set of eyes to be like, maybe calm down. So 
sexy. I'm not going to tell you to calm down. Yeah, you typically don't. So uh, Usually I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, yeah. But now, yeah, it's a great point. Now that they're dating, um, I think I can get back to enjoying the relationship. Although I'm going to be finding myself probably going on, okay, am I team Finn or am I team Derek? And yeah. uh, now that Addison is out of the picture with Derek... I'm going to probably find myself back to my original view of team Derek. Yeah, he does. Because have nice Derek hair. has, has better hair than Finn. Yeah, exactly. That is the main reason, uh, but that's yeah. fair. Um, so I think that's it. We remembered to do everything right. Um, okay. So once yeah. again, if you guys follow us on Instagram at Grey's Academy pod, that's where you're going to find updates. If we have any schedule changes because I've given birth or for any other reason, um, and you can find just whatever info there. You can message us there with any questions. You can email us at grazeacademypod at gmail.com. Um, wanted to give another shout out to Feedspot for having us on their Grey's Anatomy podcast list. Still pretty cool. What were we? Um, num- number four? The, the f- number yep, four number best four. Uh, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy podcast online? Uh, yes, that is where they ranked us. Um, and you guys have also bumped us up in the itunes like search bar uh it's really cool uh to see that kind of movement and we're still getting a lot of traction and new listeners all over the world which is really cool so we really appreciate that um thank you so much for listening if you do have a minute to share us on instagram or facebook or wherever you know people if you just want to text it to them if you think you'll they'll like it we'd appreciate that uh, if you could leave a review or a rating, that's also super helpful. So uh, we appreciate the support. Thank you all for listening. And remember... No spoilers. If you see me, turn the opposite direction. If you're going to try to talk Grey's Anatomy with me for anything that has happened in the future, currently of Season 3, Episode 2. And we will see you all in the next one.